0: Hello and welcome back to, what are we on now? Episode 4 of the Holistic Marketing Simplified Podcast. Every time, just know if you ever DM me and I write back, hello. I always imagine myself saying it like that scene from Mrs. Doubtfire when she plops her face into the cake. So if you ever type that to you, just know that's what I sound like when I'm Uh, typing that to you. So today is our very first guest episode, and I'm super pumped to have Meredith Mann from The Peachy Spoon on. And the reason I wanted Meredith to be our first guest is because Meredith is not a marketer. Meredith is a holistic nutritionist who has just amassed a giant, engaged, loyal following on Instagram. She offers one-on-one nutritional consults, she has a cookbook, she has a course coming up soon, and she just does it so, she's just so real and effortless, and anyway, I think you're really going to enjoy her interview. I first met Meredith because she's from Birmingham, Alabama, which is where I'm from, and my best friend from college had actually shared a recipe of hers to her story, so I started following her, and then I just fell in love with her recipes and her personality, and then I ended up hiring her for a one-on-one consult. And on that consult, we got to chatting. And then we ended up doing, we have a, a content repurposing service. It's not on my website if you're looking for it. Just DM me if it sounds something like you need. But we did a VIP day for her where we repurposed a bunch of her content, like recipes from her cookbook we made into a carousel post for her. And then we ended up helping her with her course slides as well. So Meredith is super awesome. She definitely is just like a real and down to earth, amazing human being. And I can't wait for you to listen to this interview. So I can't wait to hear what you think. Here we go. (laughs) Welcome to Holistic Marketing Simplified, a podcast for health and wellness professionals looking to simplify their marketing. I'm your host, Molly Cahill, and this podcast is brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code PODCAST for $100 off. You can find full show notes, resources, and more at mollykahill.com slash podcast. Meredith, welcome so so much. (laughs) Welcome to the (laughs) podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Real life. uh, My daughter's home sick today, and then we had some tech issues, so my brain's not completely turned on, but um, I wanted to have Meredith on today because... Instead of just having other people like me who are the business side of things or the marketing side of things, I wanna make sure I'm bringing guests on that have actually done the thing naturally that I'm talking about. And Meredith is a beautiful example of that. So if you don't already follow Meredith, she's um, at the Peachy Spoon and Peachy's with an IE. And she is absolutely fantastic. You've just like, just what do you think? Like, I've been in this health and wellness space for like four years. And obviously, I'm not a provider of any sort, but it's like just when you think you've learned everything and then you – it's like, oh, wow. Like, you taught. I've learned so much from you. And not that I was, you know, really trying to lose a whole lot of weight or anything, but I just – about, I don't know, after I hit 35, it's like the magic year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I put on some weight that I'd never had before, and like following your tips, I lost eight pounds. So – yeah, anyway, well, I, I know, know. know, and they're so easy, like they're not restrictive at all, so, and you have this super engaged Instagram community and a very successful coaching practice, so just kind of tell us, like I said, I, we already did your intro, but tell me a little bit about you and the Peachy Spoon and how you got here.
1: Okay, okay, so I didn't always have the best relationship with food, like I feel like when my kids were little, I wasn't feeling great, and I would sleep, and I would do like, you know. It seems like that for three to five o'clock every afternoon, I would end up like overeating and being like, what's wrong with me? How do I do that again? And like start another Whole30 the next day and just all all of that. And so like all or nothing with food and not the best relationship with food. But I didn't know that a lot of that was blood sugar related, like that crash with intense carb cravings had to do with blood sugar. And then also like I didn't know my anxiety was caused from a blood sugar balance either because when we have spikes. Sometimes that causes anxiety and the lows make you have those mood swings and carb cravings. So I was kind of a blood sugar mess and I didn't know that. And so once I really figured out how to balance my blood sugar and nourish my body properly and shut off hunger, it was just a lot easier to like have a healthier relationship with food and just feel good all the time. And I feel like that's part of like the fire of why I'm so passionate because I feel like everybody needs to know how to eat and everybody needs to like be happy in their most energetic self so they can, live out their purpose and be a better mom or wife or husband or or whatever or business owner or whatever you're doing but it's hard to do all those things if you don't feel good yeah and if you're you know anyway stuck in that cycle (sighs) so that kind of was how that started but but years back before that like I was a personal trainer before I had kids oh I didn't know that and so that was kind of like what I did back then like that was really my passion but then once I had kids and then Once they went to school, I always had this nudge of like, I'm supposed to be doing something else, but I didn't know what it was, but I knew there was something. And so that kind of all happened over a span of five years with me figuring out the blood sugar stuff. And so I got some certifications and like holistic nutritionist and health coach and all these certifications. And I just decided to start the company, like start my Instagram and go for it.
0: So when did you start your Instagram? (laughs) It was July of 2019. Oh my gosh, you know. All right. It was that... It wasn't. Oh my gosh. I was thinking you were going to say like 2016 or wow. I know, and you're up like, to how many followers you have? Hold on. And not that I ever, you know, you know, anybody who's listened to me before knows that followers are not like always my thing. It's true, but still, but
1: yeah. But, and I'm, 40, I'm 42. So it's not like I'm this young, youngster that's really good at Instagram. <laughs> 108,000
0: followers. And just like your edible cookie dough, 97 comments, 144 comments, 73 comments, 133 comments. I mean, you get like 269 comments. I mean, you have such an engaged audience. And It's not like, I always say popular doesn't pay the bills, but Mm -hmm. it is paying the bills for you because you have your cookbook that's, well, I don't know your personal financial situation. I'm just (laughs) saying, I just know you're like, I know you're busy and I know you have a lot of clients and your cookbook's been selling really well and you're about to have a course. So maybe by the time this airs, the course will be out. We'll make sure to link to that because just going through and helping you with your slides, I learned so much from your course. And I've, I was telling Meredith, I was like, I've literally consumed every Instagram post you've ever done. I have your cookbook and I still learned from your course. And I'm still on my path. Like, I I still don't have enough protein in the morning and at lunch because I can feel it, that crash in the afternoon. So, like, it's I feel like it's something that takes practice. And it's always a journey. Like, yeah. you're always going to learn as you
1: go. It's not like perfection's going to happen. Right,
0: sleep, right, exactly. But I am getting better at being like, I was telling my coach yesterday, instead of thinking about meal prep, I think more about, where's my protein going to come from tomorrow? I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's so important. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You've helped me so much. But so when you started posting in July of 2019, did you have like a specific strategy in mind? At that time, did you have an offer that people could pay you for when you first started posting? Like you do like the one-on-one consults or did you? Yeah, I
1: didn't. It was about two months after I started Instagram, I started the one-to-one consulting because I wasn't even done with my certifications yet. So I did try to wait till I was like done with my school Mm -hmm. stuff to like really start seeing um, clients. But For sure. Like I didn't really have a strategy. I just like my first post ever, I was like, I'm just going to post a smoothie because I love them and they shut off my hunger. And it was honestly not very pretty. It's like liquidy and green and in a bowl. (laughs) Like, you know, I've come a long way with my like food aesthetics, you know, and learned as I go. Yeah. But I just, I feel like when you have that nudge or whatever to to start your business or do whatever, I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I came up with the name the peachy spoon in like five minutes and nobody had it on Instagram. So there's not like a lot of reason behind that. I just thought, the Peachy peachy Spoon sounds like Southern and happy and I live in Alabama. So, I mean, there wasn't like a lot of thinking on that either, but it was like, I just went for it and did it and I just kept posting and posting. And I do try to like reply back to comments a lot. I do that like to actively like engage. But besides that, I didn't have like a lot of strategy. I was like, I'm just gonna post tips about working out and cause I was a trainer and um, blood sugar stuff and my recipes and I do love to make recipes and I'd never knew that cause I'm not really like somebody that loves to cook, but I do love to create recipes and I think that's fun. So
0: yeah, but your recipes to me are just like so simple. They're always, I always have your cookbook out. I can, you you know, it's a good cookbook when it's like filthy, like your, yeah, cook, your cookbook, like the pages are stuck together. Like I've got, <laughs> yeah, because it's not anything fancy, but so you talked about being Southern and being in Birmingham. I'm actually from Birmingham, which is randomly how I found you too, because a friend of mine from Birmingham had shared you. So one thing I wanted to talk about, and I feel like I'm kind of steering you in what answer I want, but I'm not. It's only because I know this is what you did. I I think a lot of people who, so I work with a lot of brick and mortar people, right? Mm -hmm. And I also work with a lot of online business, like health coaches, wellness life coaches. And it's like, cool, I can serve anybody and everybody that speaks English, whatever language I speak, like, and that's great. And that's beautiful. And you now, I'm sure at this point, have clients all over. But when you first started, do you feel like the majority of your clients were from the local area? Yes, for sure. Uh Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like friend of a friend. Oh, you should have a consult with my sister. Like it was like people
0: just spreading the word. Yes. um,
1: And it really started slow for sure.
0: So that's what I try to always kind of tell people. Like One tip you can go ahead and take away from this right away is if you do have an online health and wellness business, like don't be afraid to start locally because even if So let's say of all people considered, and there's two coaches you want to hire, and um, let's say like two coaches who do exactly what you do, Meredith. One is in a time zone that's three hour different than mine, and one lives in my hometown. I've never met you in real life, but I picked you because it's like, oh, she lives in Birmingham. So don't be afraid to start. Out and double down on your local area because it just it can snowball from there. And people like that point of connection, right? Like they're like, yeah, they like sure. That like, oh, she's, you know, like.
1: And I still feel like word of mouth is a big one. Like, cause I always like yes. at the beginning of my consults, I'm always like, how'd you hear about me? You know, and some usually it's like my nieces, whatever, had a consult with you in 2000, <laughs> or you know, like it's it's yes. random, but it's like we do have these connections. Yeah. Um, but now it's probably about 50-50. Like I do a lot of Zooms and FaceTimes, but it's about 50-50. But I still meet with a lot of local people still. Yes, I yeah. love that.
0: So when you first started sharing, like, and you saw kind of this power of like, wow, I've already, cause you don't really, you have a website, but it's not like, well, I don't know. I haven't looked at it in a while. So tell me what kind of made you make, make that decision to be like, I'm going to go all in on Instagram.
1: Honestly, like, I I mean, I loved Instagram before I started mine, but I didn't like where you have to like link to a website, like to go to a blog, same with Pinterest, like having to go to a blog to find a recipe, like that was annoying to me because I just, that's one more thing. So I always have put all my full recipe on my Instagram captions. And honestly, I don't even have my recipes on my website. That's kind of on my list to do because I think older, some older people like to print it. Not well, that sounded mean, but you you know what I mean? Like some, you know, like they really want to like print it and have like. Yeah. A, like a recipe card. And I haven't yeah. done anything like that. So that was something I might do eventually. But all my recipes are just on Instagram to simplify. Like to me, that felt easier. Like once you learn how to navigate. So anyway, but that's kind of what my go-to is. That.
0: Yeah. And I love that. Like you said, it felt simpler to you. Like right. if that doesn't feel simpler to you, then you do. That's kind of what the whole like undercurrent of this podcast is. That's why it's called Holistic is it because it's about work, doing what works for you. And mm-hmm. that's what worked for you. And obviously – I said it has worked beautifully Mm -hmm. so what kind of content do you feel like right now is getting the most engagement for you because you get a lot of engagement anyway but what do you feel like is the thing that yeah
1: it sometimes carousels like I feel like those have done better like informative carousels are doing well um but of course reels are where it's at but I did see the new Instagram thing that came out that they're Mm -hmm. trying to make like picture like it all even again Mm -hmm. which is nice like I'm that that would be way easier Um, because sometimes a lot of people don't know how to do Instagram. And I get a million comments of like, I can't find the recipe, please send me the recipe. I'm like, it's in the caption. How do you get to the caption? It's like tap three dots. Like, you know, it is hard to find like the caption of Reels sometimes unless you're like good in Instagram with, you know, because it's always changing. But anyway, yeah. So I feel like carousels are doing well and Reels do well. With mine, I feel like the desserts do really good. And it's tricky because people are like, please, I need more, you know, dinner ideas. And I'm like, Nobody likes the dinner ideas. <laughs> like I do dinners and they're, they're not as fun as the chocolate or the smoothies. Like they're just not. But I mean, I try to, you know, keep it real and post everything. But I do feel like the desserts, the smoothies, the carousels
0: um, do really well with me. Yeah. And what she's talking about, if you don't know, I usually don't talk about stuff like this on my platform because I'm one of those people that, I don't like to say Instagram says do this. And then we do, you know what I mean? Right. But to you. yeah, <laughs> I'm always like, just do what feels good to you and it'll work, you mm-hmm. know, but the head of Instagram did say that in 2023 they were going to start trying to give equal weight to video content and photo content, which is exciting, like you said. And to your point too, also everybody learns things differently. So even if you can't, because we've seen that with one of our clients too, people, we will literally have the exact instructions in the caption and people will be like, where are you located? It's like, it says it right there and like where she's located (laughs) or it'll be like, How do I book an appointment with you? And it's like, says it right there. Um, So yeah, some people learn differently. Some people need to see it. It's just, yeah. yeah. And then it's cool because it's like, you can take a reel and make it into a a carousel. Like it doesn't have to be all unique content because different people are going to see it. And even if the same people see it, it might just get through to them in a little bit of a different way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So there's not like a right or wrong, but for sure, like at first there wasn't reels yet. And I was doing just, you know pictures of food so that was like a learning curve to like oh now every time i make a recipe i've got a video too like that's another it like added to my list so that i can have a picture of it and a reel of it anyway but it worked out i got better at it (laughs) yeah
0: so talk to me about how you yeah because i know you're you're big on you know balance and and work-life integration and that how do you Mm -hmm. make sure that it doesn't take over like you're always you feel like you're always on your phone
1: Yeah, I have to be careful with that because i even, I have teenagers, I have three teenagers. But the other day I was talking about, I was like, we should do a family movie night. That'd be so fun. And Crawford's like, you're just going to be on your phone. And I was like, (laughs) you know, like, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. I don't want my kids to see me on the phone all the time. So I really try to like have times where like, if I'm sitting in carpool line, I'm like, this is the perfect time to reply to comments. I'm by myself. It's no big deal. Like try to like have these sections of time to do it. And then I'm like, okay, I am not going on Instagram until this time. Like I try to set out times or else it just turns into that habit where like you're at a red light and you're doing it and then it's mm-hmm. like way too much. And so I have to be careful with that and mindful with it. So I try, you know, I also put my phone up about eight o'clock at night. I put it, I charge it in the kitchen. I feel like it's 1990 and my phone's attached to the wall and I'm done with my phone. So I try to have like some boundaries with that and follow through with myself. But yeah, cause it can, it's a struggle. Like I want Not necessarily, like, a people pleaser, but I want to, like, my heart is to help people. So, like, if they have questions, they're like, what about swapping this ingredient? Or, what like, I want to answer it and be sweet. Like, that's just my, I just want to. Like, I love my Instagram. Like, it just, you know, I don't mind it. (laughs)
0: See, and that's exactly, again, like, going back to my point of, well, I do have an episode, though. It'll be episode three that's about how to transform your toxic relationship with Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I think we could actually go there if you want, because it can be an ugly place. (laughs) Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. And I can tell when I get burned out, like I'll start getting... Sometimes, like, if a post does really well, like, you get start getting some weird people, like, you oh, know, yeah, mm-hmm. how dare you use Stevia? That's, you know, it's bad for gut health or, you know, like, I mean, I get stuff all the time. More followers, more problems. But you have to just really be like, I mean, hurt people hurt people. Are they really – they might be a really hurting person. Like, just try to be, like, give grace and be compassionate, and you have to just not let that stuff bother you. You can't let the unfollowing people, like – I feel like, you know, if you really look, you get so many more followers, but you always have a lot unfollows too every week. And that just, you can't take it personal. Like not everybody is your person. Like it just, you can't let that kind of stuff get to you. Like you still have to think of how many people are following you and the impact you're having on them and that you are helping and making a difference and just try to focus on that positive
0: and not the negative
1: yeah. comments.
0: It's so <laughs> unfortunate that the one nasty comment can undo like 300, you've changed my life. It's like, why do we focus exactly. on that one nasty thing. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, it could
1: just be somebody that like goes through and comments mean on everybody's stuff. Cause it takes <laughs> some time and energy to like comment. Like I was like, why don't you just not say anything? You know, but it's funny, but I'm like, you just can't let it bother
0: you. I know. <laughs> so we have a client who went viral with her she's a pediatric chiropractor and it's like what people think it looks like to adjust a baby what versus what it really looks like Uh and it was so funny she like used a baby doll as like an example and it was hilarious and like I said it got like 3.2 million views and she's the sweetest person on the planet and some of the comments were just so nasty now you know we run her Instagram so we were kind of the gatekeepers and it was funny because my team and I we don't normally work at night but like we have pretty strict boundaries with our you know, because we would be on our phone, like, all the time. So, right. we – because we managed 25 accounts. So, <laughs> we, we were, um we were like, texting each other at night, which we never do. Like, oh, my gosh. Okay, I'll take these comments, and you take – We were, like, deleting them for her because she's so sweet. We just, like, didn't want her to see them because people are so nasty. <laughs> I
1: know. And I even – my big sister, she's more, like, a little more – not more, like, drama thriving, but she'll, like, say stuff back, and I just don't say anything. Like me? But she'll, like, big sister will come out, and she did it yesterday. Some guy said – I, you talk too fast I can't understand you with your southern accent and all this she was like pissed and so I don't know what she said but I was like you can stop lens I, I don't care I've like moved on like I do not care but it's just funny because it's annoying it's like how dare you don't follow her like you know I then, mean then it, follow someone else I
0: know um that's funny because I've jumped in and defended you a couple times just because I feel like I know you you know and even though we've like never met in real life I'm like she's amazing I'll take it so i want to touch on so you went back and you said you're like you're in your 40s because one of the biggest barriers to entry i have from a lot of people is you're like i'm just not good with technology now i've heard you say that a million times so i'm gonna like work with you next time i hear you say it i'm gonna say meredith don't say that because when you first started using it you probably didn't know what you were doing either so i think the whole saying practice makes perfect is like a terrible saying because it's really like you're never going to be perfect. Like you said, it's like practice makes improvement. Whoever said that, I can't remember who said that, but I, I think you're just an inspiration to say, you're in your 40s you have teenage kids because that's another that's another pushback i've gotten was my kids hate it when i post which you've talked to me about that before yes and
1: as long as it's not pictures of them i mean usually they don't care that much but they get super embarrassed if i like do a video of me like working out or something and i mean it's not like i take my shirt off like it's you know i mean i have on full workout clothes i don't even do spandex half the time but they're like mom you know especially the boys (laughs) <laughs> so but you just had I'm like it's my job and I'm really helping people like I'm trying to feel like just, just it's like it's not about you and if you're embarrassed you're gonna be embarrassed you're a teenager like just don't you know I think it it's probably because their friends say stuff
0: but it doesn't matter what you do you're gonna be embarrassed right but I do
1: feel like I have self-learned things I do say I'm bad at technology and I should stop that because that's like just you know
0: speaking a lie
1: of yourself <laughs> you know it's like well, well of course you're gonna just be
0: then your brain what happens is your brain is going to look for proof of that it's going to be like oh yes yeah, see i am bad right
1: no. cuz like a laptop does confuse me like i'm just not that great at that part but instagram i feel like i have like when new stuff comes out or like when reels came out I go on youtube like i just watch videos of how to do it and i figure it out and it's not that hard you get good at it like it's like you just practice and it's not like nothing will happen like if you accidentally post it you can delete it if you want it's not a big deal but i think Um, but a lot of me just like putting myself out there that I think my personality, like I've never been one that's super embarrassed. Like I'll do no filter, no makeup. Like I do not care about that kind of stuff. I think people really like real. And so, and they just find that trust in you when you're showing your face some. So I think they like like real authentic, Oh, I trust this person. And that's really like that turns into clients.
0: Yeah. And that's what you do so well. Like literally I read your posts and I'm like, it sounds just like you. Oh I love it. <laughs> and I try to, and I try to teach people that I'm like, stop stop putting on this persona of again, that's kind of the undercurrent of like if you go back to episode one, what I teach everybody is gone are the days like you and I were, were brought up in like the school of okay, this is business Meredith and then mm-hmm. this is personal Meredith right. and the 2 don't mix. But that's not a thing anymore, which I think is such a beautiful thing mm-hmm. because when, again, going back to, I use the Birmingham example, but going back to if there's a million health coaches I could hire, right. I'm going to hire the person I feel like I can see myself reflected in that person. Perfect example. There's this business coach I've been following recently and her content was really great. Like it was really good. She has, she was sharing some great nuggets. But I had to unfollow because every single video she had on like a super cute top, her hair was perfect, her makeup was perfect, she had on super cute earrings. Like I just was like, wow. If I were to hire her, I would always feel like I was not enough. Not because she, anything she even said. Like yeah. she wasn't even being a judgmental. It it was like those. Cute, just those cute. What do they call it? like the nonverbal cues you get from someone? You're like, ooh, that's not me. I'm not going to be the person that has on a full put together outfit and perfect hair and a perfectly clean background for every single right. video. And there are people. She has. She attracts her market for her, right? And like, I think, like you said, just being yourself because there are going to be people who are like, oh she's not super whatever but it's like cool there's somebody for you and there's somebody for me and there's right. like enough people to go around yes it's all fine
1: and I think it's healthy to unfollow people sometimes because it's like Instagram should be a happy place like not a place mm-hmm. of comparison or like somewhere that brings your mental health down like we have enough stressors going on on this earth so um so yeah I'm like all about unfollow if it's not sparking joy anymore
0: <laughs> yep. yep exactly again going back to episode three that's what I talk about too if you don't want to unfollow them you can mute them yeah um <laughs> so and another thing I love about you is you, like your videos and your, your posts and your captions, like they're never perfect. Like they're always just like, and I'm like, yeah, you could tell. she's like, I'm just going to get this content out in the world. So for you, you said it wasn't a struggle, right? Cause you said that's kind of your personality. What do you, have you ever done personality te- tests? Like do you like know the different? Enneagram? Yeah. Any of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm a nine. Oh, that's a peacemaker. Yeah. yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> but the one is the perfectionist. So,
1: Yeah, I'm not a perfectionist, that's for sure. But I, I do hustle, though. I have a little hustle in me. Like, I feel like, you know, I always have, like, right now, I've got, like, 10, 10 reels ready to go, like, anytime. Like, I can. I do have, that would stress me out if I had nothing to post. Like, I do, like, like, I'll just feel inspired and the sun's out and I'll, like, do several recipes or I feel inspired. Or even on Saturday morning sometimes, I feel like I feel smart and I have some margin in the, and that's a lot of the time when I'll do, like, captions for I'm like that's a good idea and I'll turn it into like a carousel or something like smart yeah
0: I know that feeling you some days you're like I don't my brain is not on today yeah let's go there let's talk about what does your content creation process look like like how do you like let's say you're like it's day one of your cycle and you're like I'm super tired I don't feel like doing jack Mm -hmm. you feel like you usually have a reserve yes for sure when you did feel good I do have a reserve
1: (laughs) and I but I don't I don't post I mean I don't have something that posts for me What is that called? Like when you- Auto post, yeah. Yes, I don't do that. I think that could be helpful for some people, but my personality, I like it to be like, oh, I want to post this. That sounds Mm -hmm. good. Like, I just like it to be spur of the moment. I have content ready to go, but I like to pick it last minute and when I decide to post.
0: I'm like that too. No, I'm like that too. And I did an episode on that in my private audio training. It's just mollycahill.com slash private training. It's $27. And I talk about how batching, like- Batch creating is always, it's great, but you have to make it fit your own personality.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'm, you know, like I said, I have, you know, I do one-to-ones and I am a little introverted. So I get really tired easily. So like if I have two consultations, like that isn't a good day for me to start like recording myself, like my brain's out. I'm done. I'm toast. So I try to have like a couple of days a week of like some margin where like I could just use my energy to only do posts and do that kind of stuff. That makes it more fun to have those days to be creative and do other things. I don't even know if I'm answering the question. No, you did. I think it was a, yeah, but I do. I mean, my, and aesthetically, I feel like my Instagram is a perfect either. I don't have like a certain amount of recipes, then a perfect carousel, So it looks pretty. I don't do that. I try to like space it out, but it's not perfect.
0: Nobody cares about that. Nah, that was like all the rage in like 2017. Yeah, Like, nobody cares. I feel like that, That's <laughs> stressful and overwhelming. <laughs> it's super stressful. Another thing I've noticed that you do, um, is reuse and repurpose content. So you want to talk about that to kind of give people some extra bandwidth? Yes. So I feel like since I've been doing it now for a little while, like, I mean, people forget about stuff,
1: especially, yes. I say six months past, like game on. If you have a post that did great six months ago, a year ago, repost it. You can just change the caption a little. Like I, re- I do that all the time, especially like my high protein dips. Those did really well. That's how I got a lot of followers because some of those went viral. So I'm like, why not redo that again? Like the gingerbread one did great last year, like a year ago at Christmas. So I reposted it in July for Christmas in July or something. And it did good again. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, definitely repurpose. But also little stuff like like when Instagram used to just be captions, I would have like, you know, just like a picture with captions is about all it was. Yeah. That's where I would put all my words. And I've turned into like, like you know, like seven tips to burn fat or balance your blood sugar. You can totally, I can have all that in the notes of my phone. Like that's just where I keep all my stuff to be yeah, organized. Yeah, I keep a lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you could just turn that into a carousel. You could turn it into a reel where like you're saying the things. You could turn it into whatever. But I feel like, anyway, I just like, there's no need to really always be making new content. Like, no, that's I exotic.
0: totally agree. And I feel like once you have... I keep a lot of stuff on the notes app on my phone. We also use planally for our clients, Mm -hmm. but for myself, a lot of stuff is just on the notes app on my phone. And the beautiful thing about that is like, I have this one client who it's so funny, she was my first client, like one of my first clients ever. And so now that we have that agency and I have contractors and stuff that do most of the client work, she's been the one who like I've held on to because you know what I mean? Like the first one, you're getting your baby. Yes. (laughs) And so she does a lot of like menopause content and all that. And so I have so much of her captions on my notes app. So I'll just kind of make a puzzle. I'll be like, I'll take this paragraph from this caption and this paragraph from this caption. Totally. (laughs) And then it's kind of new again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the ones where you're speaking... And saying things, I feel like those definitely don't need to be perfect either. Like, I feel like that kind of stuff, like if, if it's going to be perfect, you're just not ever going to post anything. So you have to do, you know, people like, a typo might be another comment you get by telling you you type something wrong. I mean, you just, you can't worry about it, you
0: know? <laughs> right. It happens. We're all humans. Okay. One of the last, or there's two two more things I want to talk to you about okay. and then we'll wrap it up. So we've talked a lot about like reels and carousels, but one of the biggest places I feel like people miss out that is the easiest place to create is stories
1: it's true I know it really is and I think a part of me I get stressed out because I'm like well they can't share the story like they can share a reel but it's not going to grow by share. but I feel like stories is just a way to like be real and nourish like you everybody's already following you like you're not trying to get followers but just to really be real on that like yesterday I came on I had on pajamas the kids just walked out the door no makeup and I was just venting about how I'm sick of cooking and so, but I just think I've got like everybody's like me too. Yes, yes. And I just think it's just, like building community. So like, if I just have something in my heart and be like, I bet other people are thinking this. And I'll just video real quick. You know what I mean? But I think just not overthinking and just doing it as it comes is so real. And I love stories Like stories are just a great way to for people to trust you too and like get to know you better.
0: I call stories a playground because it's and my friend Shannon calls it the stories test. So she says if you get a bunch of DMs on a story, you're like, yep, that needs to be a reel or that needs to be oh, a carousel. Because- yeah. And it. for the people who are like are a little anxious about creating or showing their face or whatever, I feel like stories is a great place to start because it's like, cool. If you want to throw on a filter, like do it. You want to, mm-hmm. it's only up for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really cool place to kind of test out. Yeah. Putting yourself out there yeah. and see, see what your audience resonates with. And what a beautiful place. Like I'm sure how many consultations have you booked from people seeing a story and DMing you? Right. Oh, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, Yeah. 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 Cause I get a lot through DMs. It's not just through the website. So,
0: yeah. So the last thing I wanted to talk to you about was again, is actually the consultations. So as I said, this isn't all about, this isn't just about how many views and followers and comments you get. It's about actually growing your business. Yes. So how do you feel like, what do you feel like is like the main driver to converting people from, Oh, this recipe looks good to like hiring you as a help, their coach of course I
1: think like it's that like relationship they feel like they have with me like the trust and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff just since I do put myself out there and I'm like oh I'm having a hungry day I just you know like I'm PMSy. I just ate more than usual so I'm not I'm always being real and I'm not like trying to be like this perfect like I've got this figured out and I'm going to teach everybody because <laughs> yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah. is, is there is no perfection but yeah I mean I'm way better than I was but you know but anyway but I so I think that helps But I just, yeah, I feel like it's like big with the trust. And then also, I mean, now that people are getting results, you know, have a lot of like little, like they've texted me and been like, I've lost this much or just a DM on Instagram. I I shared like three this morning of like, and it's a lot of people, honestly, that aren't even clients sometimes. Like they just take my recipes on Instagram and my tips and they've like had all these great results. But I think they might buy the course. I mean, you know what I mean? Like there's, it's so unlimited and you know, like if they really want to get all my info and all the things, I think that really helps.
0: But, but yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like there's a particular type of content that can converts better to actual consultations or is kind of all over the map?
1: I feel like it's all over the map. I don't think there's necessarily, I like for me, like recipes don't necessarily get me new client. I mean, I wouldn't think, but it does grow my Instagram and they start trusting me and that's new clients. But I would say, yeah, more of just like the stuff I share in my stories and trusting me and like talking about how I work out and just keeping it real on all the things and like being like, oh, well, this is totally doable. I could do all these things and like have a thriving metabolism and feel good. I think
0: that kind of stuff converts to consultations. If anybody's listening to this, my daughter is okay. She, just <laughs> wants, me to come play. she wants me to come play with her, and we're wrapping up, and she's homesick today, so she is not dying. There is not a hurt cow in my house. We are okay. It's real I'm not it is what it is. I know, <laughs> Meredith. How can obviously the best way to find you the Peachy Spoon on Instagram, with an I E. Yes. yes, and we'll link it below. And like I said, hopefully by the time this is airing your course will be out i don't know maybe maybe if it is, we'll i'm link shooting it. for the spring yeah it should be in the spring okay okay yeah and if not maybe we can even um i'll help you get a wait waitlist page set up and you can have a waitlist <laughs> okay great i'll take it whatever that's awesome yeah. you're so helpful last tip we're going to switch to the health the health category now like obviously you can't be a good entrepreneur and you can't be showing up on instagram or you can't be adjusting patient, patients all day if your blood sugar is not balanced right so what is like the number one thing that people need to tweak? I would say not to do like naked carbs, like fruit by itself
1: or something like that as a snack. And definitely not like a banana for breakfast. That first meal really sets the tone for hunger and cravings all day. So I'm like, if you really, so this is two things, really focus on breakfast and really make that balanced. And that will just make your life easier with the afternoon cravings and that kind of stuff. But also just skip those naked carbs and try not to just eat like crackers by itself or like pair it with the protein and some fat. And that just makes your blood sugar way more stable. So it's not like you're not allowed to eat apples. Just have some peanut butter with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. If I, so I've been aiming for 30 grams of protein at breakfast and lunch. Lunch, breakfast I can almost always do. Lunch is hard. I'm working on it through your amazing easy recipes. Um, but it, gosh, it makes such a difference. It does. Like you just,
1: you feel good. Like your hunger shut
0: off and you don't think about food. Like you're just like working and
1: doing other things. Isn't it funny
0: to how you're like, Oh, I don't want that bowl of cereal at nine o'clock at night.
1: And that's just like nourishment ketchup. That's all your body was doing. Like you literally haven't had enough nourishment. Even if you like, like most Americans are like undernourished and overfed, (laughs) you know? So it's like, I don't really need the calories in the cereal or like, you shouldn't be more hungry because you ate all this, but you have those carb cravings because your body's just craving that nourishment, and really, it just needed more protein at breakfast and lunch
0: usually. <laughs> yeah. Well, go follow Meredith, and you'll get lots of my uh, my health coach group always shares your recipes. I love so. it. I love it. That's fun. Thank you so much for coming on today. And yes, we thanks appreciate- for having me. I hope your little nugget feels better. Oh, she's she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, bye. Meredith. Bye. Thank you for listening to Holistic Marketing Simplified brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code podcast for $100 off. And hey, you know how every podcaster at the very end of their episode asks you to rate and review their podcast? Well, that's because it's super important these podcasts take a lot of time and heart and effort to produce, to bring you free information. So in order for me to be able to continue doing that, we need more people to find out about the show. So if you could, please just take like two minutes out of your very busy day to leave me a rating and share this on your Instagram stories and tag at Molly A Cahill. That's C-A-H-I-L-L. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your support. I truly appreciate you so much. I know your time is valuable and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.